0: Hello and welcome to Porch Beers with the Lynx, starring Andy. And well, Dave's not here tonight, so we have a fill in host, Mr. Brian Dulski. Yeah, we did a slow clap for you earlier when you, when yep, you showed no, up and Dave couldn't no, get here. Yep. I'm uh, I'm excited that Dave uh, couldn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you get to talk more. I guess so do I, as Brian waxes his that, elbow that on the metal quite, table. I heard quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Dave's dog decided to eat some chocolate-covered raisins and had to go to the uh, emerg- a pet emergency hospital. Kind of sucks.
1: Not a great start to the uh, the Thursday. No. Or end of the Thursday, anyway. End of the Thursday. Probably just thought they were rabbit turds and just sucked them right up. Well, when you got small children, they leave stuff laying around. They do. Yep. Our dog decided to eat a bag of uh potato chips and cheez-its that our daughter left on the table and when we found it it looked like a murder scene on the rug with the torn open bag and the, the shards everywhere and then she just skulks off into the corner i'm like ah, that's just awesome uh, yeah yeah so she's gonna poop weird for a while that happened in the basement because that was exciting too so big yeah. day for our dog too today good job yeah, he said
0: that he, he tried the trick of putting, is uh, it hydrogen peroxide or something? You make him drink that, and then they will throw up. But Dave goes, that dog will throw up everywhere in the house when you don't want it to, but you give it hydrogen peroxide, and it just drinks it down. And I'm good, thanks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, sorry, Dave. hope Pepper gets better. Yeah. So we uh, had a big baseball game tonight at the old uh, Freeburg Sispool League. Stan, uh Stan's team faced this other team that they only had nine kids because a couple of them got covids or something. Okay, and that's still going uh, around. Yeah. And wow, they were not good. The other team that is, we we actually short. We're going to short game them in three innings, but we actually took our foot off the gas so we could get one more inning. Get in. some
1: extra at bats. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like we, we specifically told the kids, you can't steal. You can't steal. So then we got a pass ball, and the kids stand on first base and go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, you told me not to steal." I'm like, "But that's a pass ball. You still got to run on the pass ball." He goes, "I didn't want you to yell at me." I go, "Have I ever
1: yelled at you?" Well, no, but you mean other than every play? No, I never yell at the kids. It's just baseball. Oh man. Well, it's it's baseball if they're paying attention to baseball. Well, yeah. If the kids doing a mud angel in the outfield. Well, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm talking. You know who you are. If I'm yelling at you from the dugout because you're
0: not doing something, that's different than actually in the dugout putting your finger in their chest, giving them the what's what and the who's who because of, you know, swinging at a bad pitch or something. Good point, good point. And and so Stan came in to finish the uh, the last inning, struck three kids out, like struck out the side, made them look absolutely silly. Because he's not the fastest kid out there. And it's actually it's really good to throw them against their best hitters. Because yeah. they're just licking their chops. Because he's throwing like 55, 60. Mm-hmm. But he throws sidearm once in a while, and he throws sliders and a curveball. And this one kid, he was standing almost out of the batter's box because he was so afraid that Stan was going to hit him. But they were just <laughs> dropping in for strikes. <laughs> like he didn't, even, he didn't even walk away on the third strike. He just stood there because he didn't really know what was going on. It's like the right-handed
1: Randy Johnson from coming from third base across the plate. Yeah. I I couldn't even imagine trying to hit that stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, And then when you throw that sidearm in there, too, like I kind of like watching the batter's eyes after the pitch goes in for a strike because they always have this really shocked and stupid look on their (laughs) face of, what was that? I have not seen that before. I actually kind of really hope that when he gets to high school a coach doesn't try and change that. Yeah, just leave him just him be. Like if it works, don't make him throw like everybody else. This is what gets you gets you out. Cuz I used to throw sidearm too when I was in Cory League and and high school, but they always
1: kept making me throw nor throw normal. Don't throw that sidearm stuff. Yeah, there's 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 no normal. You just got to find what works for you, what you can do consistently and Right. Be your own man. Yeah. So uh you were before
0: we got on here, uh you were talking about uh, Chuck playing, so he did not play this year.
1: No, Charles is um, he at the last minute wanted to do baseball, so we signed him up for O'Fallon uh, for a rec O'Fallon, league. Uh, yeah, uh, the rec league, and uh, we got on the waiting list, and so I'm like, oh, well, bud, I don't know. I'm sorry. We'll we'll see how it goes, and so I uh, I email the the league commissioner and I say, hey, you know, if it helps my son get on the team. Uh, I'm happy to assistant coach or manage a team, if you know, just pitching however I can if it helps. And I think within about 60 minutes, I got a telephone call from the commissioner <laughs> saying, you're in! Right. And so I'm now managing a team this year, but um, it's fun. The kids are great. They have a great time, and uh, we're just out there having fun. So. With uh, one of our previous guests, I believe, Andy Jensen, right? Uh, yeah, so Eli, his son's on the team, and um, Eli's doing great. He's our uh, number one in uh, spirit and cheer on the team it keeps everybody <laughs> up and going, and uh, he he's really great and the and he's really uh, done a good job with his hitting this year too. He's he's making a lot of strides and um, uh, the kids are really learning great. So I'm I'm happy with where we're going and we got a game tomorrow. Uh, well, Saturday morning and there we go. So were you there when uh, Jensen took the ball in the face? I was not. That was his other son. Oh oh, yeah. gotcha. But he was he was throwing some batting practice and. The kids they just kinda willy nilly fire the ball in back towards the the batting practice pitch. Oh yeah. And Charles definitely air one right to his head. God that's almost awesome. in the same spot <laughs> as he got hit with the line drive. So so when I was listening to his story on the on the podcast a few weeks ago, I thought to myself, Oh my god, did did Charles throw? <laughs> Cause that injury because you're right. talking about i'm like oh it was a hit wasn't it i didn't it? think so and then yeah then it was then i heard the line drive story and and i saw him the next day and i was like ooh, that's pretty grisly looking dude. dude His face was messed up man good thing uh there's a lot of uh online stuff and not in person right now yeah
0: well uh you know people getting hit in the face in baseball is pretty common now apparently uh yeah and and no hitters and
1: lots of other yeah uh, so the no hitter players thing. pitching and yeah, Tony Larissa sucking at life like normal. You know, can
0: one guy suck any more fun no. out of a sport that's already dying because it isn't much fun to watch? He is complaining about a dude hitting a four hundred and fifty foot home run to dead center field off a dude throwing forty seven miles an hour. Maybe don't be down twelve runs. Yeah, <laughs> right. Don't throw your, don't throw your second baseman out there to yeah. throw an inning.
1: Forty seven miles an hour. I know I can throw more than forty seven miles an hour. So. I know I can hit 47 I, I, miles an I hour. May, I may have been able to, to pitch in a major league game. I feel, oh, this is this, a new lease on life. Yes, right? <laughs> you can go pitch for the Twins.
0: You know, this could be like in a hockey when they have the third string uh, goalie yes, come out they, of the crowd. Yes, they pull from
1: the crowd and they're like, <laughs> here's your chance, buddy. <laughs> Who make us proud wants to
0: play? <laughs> oh, that would be great. That, now that, that would make baseball fun That's again. That's why I bring
1: my glove. Do
0: you really bring your glove? No no
1: okay good it, it, i do bring my glove if i get in the good seats okay but now they put the net up so yeah so it's it, not as important matter i can't so, I,
0: you always kind of look like the guy who might bring his glove to i'm a ready game. i
1: got the, i got the middle just in hair. case, do you wear spikes just uh, in case I, I turf shoes turf shoes because the spikes click clack on the on the concrete you don't want that that <laughs> draws too much attention but then you do you just throw your you throw your turfs up on the on the rail or on the dugout step yeah and they know hey we it, need a guy. It's sending a signal to the to the
0: players. He's yeah. He's coming in. He's coming this in. This guy's serious.
1: Oh yeah. So there's that. Uh well, we're on a roll here tonight, huh? Talking yeah. about baseball. Got that out of the way pretty early. Yeah. We're gonna talk well, about some a random cardinal? You know, let's, let's name a random a cardinal random from cardinal. the eighties or nineties. That's Tom
0: a Tom Laga count. Don't know that guy. Mike Laga? Mike Laga. Uh I believe he is the guy. We hit a ball out of Bush Stadium, I think. Was it under construction at the time? <laughs> no, I think he hit it backwards as a foul
1: and went through one of the tunnels and bounced oh, out. Oh, very nice. Very yeah, nice. the old yeah, stadium. The uh, Veterans, Three Rivers, Bush, name your concrete donut stadium. No, design. yeah. Yeah, those are fun. What was uh, Pirates? Three Rivers? Yeah, Three
0: Rivers. Real glorious place to visit, huh? Not great. I imagine great. it actually kind of
1: smelled like the river. Um, urine, actually. urine, definitely urine. Cool. So the uh, river, river. Uh, so PNC Park, that that replaced the yeah. River Stadium, gets a lot of accolades for one of the the best ballparks in America. And, and I've been there. I've been to uh, the San Francisco Giant Stadium, pretty cool. I've been to Wrigley. I've been to uh, Red Sox, so Fenway. And there's there's best and worst. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your favorite that you've you've actually physically been to? Yeah, and least favorite slash worst that you've ever been to? I to Major ta- League ballpark, right, right. Uh, you know
0: what? I really like Mile High or Coors Field or whatever it's called now. Uh, it was it was really cool. Uh, they just have a a good game day experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore's up there. Yeah, definitely. Now if they can field a team that anyone was interested, you- Oh, wait, you said Major League Major team? Major League yeah. team, yeah, no,
1: yep. Yeah, Warehouse, Boog's like, barbecue.
0: Yeah, and and, and having all those little uh, plaques where balls leave the stadium, and they have them just posted all around and who hit them and where—it's kind of neat. Uh,
1: worst, I mean, Wrigley's kind of a piece of crap. I will a hundred percent agree with that. So, been to Wrigley a handful of times, and every time I feel like I walk out and I need a shower, and and it's unbelievably decrepit for for how popular it is it's it's just not a great stadium no sorry Cubs fans yeah and that's not a personal vendetta or anything No, it's just trash i was
0: excited to finally get to go to this place that everyone talked about and it just everything's so compact you can't walk around the concourses smell like urine the bathrooms smell like urine
1: and fenway's a lot like that too yeah you 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 feel like you're just cramped in there but then you know go sit up on the green monster or something like that and you're like all right. Right. all right, all right, all right.
0: Davis said that too. That uh, Fenway is, I mean, it's not the best place to watch a game, but it is such a good experience. Yeah, pre- it was pretty cool. So, well, hey Andy. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight, bud? Oh yeah, we forgot that. Well, I tell you what, I was start starting off with the uh, Schnippy Schnapps. Oh. But I have switched to my Mill Pond, Set uh, beer. It's, okay. You know, just a Hefeweizen. Yep. You ready to crack yours? Check this out. Oh, that that sounds like a corn
1: cob. Oh. It's actually not bush, but it does have corn on the can. It does. This is a um, Ope! Exclamation point. Cream Ale from Old Bakery Brewer in Alton, Illinois. Organic oh. and uh, pretty good. Made with flaked corn from Paxton, Illinois. Really? So uh, Never a lot, heard of, of, that a lot before. of local uh, sourcing there, so we're going to do that. And well, uh, Cheers, bud. Cheers
0: to you. Yeah, I've not heard of that before, so looks like a cool can which is a big selling point for me i enjoy packaging on my beers yep.
1: i enjoy your package sucker. too. sucker
0: thanks bud yep thank you
1: so that's schnooks today just picking up a few things charles wanted apple juice he was begging for apple juice so i went and it happened to be on sale on ncap so he got six half gallons of apple juice and they just laid them out on the counter for him when he walked in and he was he was like best dad ever i'm like now, do you have to get it, the
0: Snapple ones, or is it like a this brand? Was, this
1: was Schnucks. This was Schnucks Apple. Oh, okay. juice. We don't spoil the kids like that. Come on. Oh, because Stan's like addicted to Snapple right now. Well, that's just... I don't know why. Just, that's yuppie stuff, man. No, there's I, some... I, I think there. It's like you got to collect your little sayings under the lid. Look, when when you got the kind of Muscouta money that we <laughs> all do here... Yes. The cost of living is not high in Muscouta. <laughs> I, I will give you that. I will give you that.
0: <laughs> so, Apple Juice, you were purchasing yeah, in bulk. Yeah, and so we
1: got that. Uh, I got my bush light. Yeah, I had had, you know, stocked up for the weekend. Right. And um so I'm like, you know what? Make millions. Five hundred and fifteen million dollars.
0: Which after taxes is what? Yeah,
1: whatever. A lot still. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty million. So sure, I can burn four dollars and literally light yeah. it on fire, but it's it's worth that little dream because you, you have I ha I now have about twenty seven hours. To just think about how I would spend $350 yes. million. Dollars. You were purchasing a dream. How would you spend $350 right. million? So this is energy. this is
0: super easy. So, what you do is you go to this big plot of land that's on 161 out by Sky Air Force Base at the T section. Yes, yes. And the there's one way. Yeah. So there's that big cornfield. Good prime real estate. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> People just trying to buy that up. Now. It's not like I'm going to build a development there, but I am going to build a giant softball complex. And you know what we're going to do, Brian? Me, you, and Dave are just going to just dick around all day on this giant softball field. Just For, hit infield practice yeah, maybe. all day. We, and people drive by. What are those three to old right. people doing out there <laughs> as we get into our 60s just out there fielding ground balls? Uh... So we'd, I, I would build that, and I would just pay you and Dave to be, quote-unquote, managers. Dave would be, like, pub, publicity, publicist. Pub Publicist. Yeah. And, uh, look, no one's going to get rich off softball. There's no doubt about that. But I'm not in it for the money at that point. I'm just there to basically hit ground balls <laughs> hit with ground two balls. other morons all day. Build ground balls. Hit ground balls.
1: I mean... Con- I hit ground balls. You con- guys hit fly balls.
0: Well, yeah. Considering what we do... All day long at work. And then to just switch that gear to, like, just doing really literally nothing would be awesome. You know what, Brian? Sometimes when you talk about this, people are like, oh, no, I'd still go to work. I'd do that. I I can't imagine not working. Nope. Here's my middle finger, bud, because <laughs> I ain't working again. There is no way. I don't love work. Zero yeah, percent chance of that. No.
1: I I, I want to know how long it would take my employer to figure out that while i won the lottery and i haven't given my notice i'm checked out but yeah still collecting a paycheck like, week and a half week and a half i, I might be able to get off i think a couple weeks you just send a couple calendar appointments you move them around reply to a couple emails and look you work for a big corporation too
0: which means that nothing ever goes fast like, it took me three months to fire a person at my job, and she sucked. Oh, gosh. Now... Paper trail time. Yes, right? So, if it takes me three months to fire someone who's bad at their job, it could... It probably is going to take them at
1: least a month to fire someone who's not even <laughs> doing a job. <laughs> not doing anything. Oh. No, I, I think I'd uh, start a foundation. Give yeah. money away. Like, to what? You know, my... I, I do have an interest in the environment, and, and I work in the environmental field on the fundraising side so it'd be really cool to give it away and there's some really great worthy organizations around the area that support youth support education support um a lot of the kind of equity work that needs to go on right now Um, and you know i would go in and build a sports complex too i don't know if it would be all softball fields but for a bunch of old, bunch three old dudes you know just do it and then not have to charge these youth sports such obscene stupid rates to play a game yeah. that that when you and i were kids you know our parents scraped enough money up to like a- 60 allow 60 bucks us to or play, yeah and now it's thousands of dollars a year it's ridiculous so i i just it'd be a good balance i would um i'd do a lot of different things so
0: nice now you mentioned earlier before we started this about Cory league dying right so yeah, folded. is Belleville, Belleville Quarry League does not exist. I think all the Quarry leagues don't exist. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's kind of sad because there's a lot of kids who are not good
1: ball players who can be taught to play baseball and have a good experience yeah, and, and, with and it. enjoy it. And there's still opportunities. There's still Belleville Parks and Recreation or Fallon Shiloh Parks and Recreation. Yeah. So and and I've you know there's there's more teams in those leagues now and yeah that's just kind of. So is the part is the O'Fallon Park Rec League is that just
0: about the same as Corey League like same skill level
1: same kind uh, of kids? Yeah, a lot, I think a lot of a couple of those kids came over, and yeah. you'll have some teams that you you'll, you'll find have been together for several years, and they kind of know their roles and yeah. know where to be on the field. And then you've got the Island of Misfit Toys teams <laughs> that you know, is doing snow angels and and, and looking at other things and butterflies. And everything in between, and hopefully the kids have fun and, and maybe learn a thing or two. And if if we can keep baseball from dying in twenty years, we'll be. Uh, That'd be great. We'll have done something, I think.
0: But it won't die because look how much money is spent on baseball. I mean, these tournaments, these traveling teams. There's fewer and fewer
1: casual. baseball oh yeah, there's fewer ca- fans, ca- yes. which which yeah. is important. Those are the people that go to a game or two a year. Yeah. Those are the people that might watch games that, that help the ratings, the Nielsen ratings, like Link Household here. Yeah. You're, you're important. You have oh, God. You have yeah. A Nielsen rating box. Yeah.
0: I think it's measuring my own podcast.
1: It, it may be. <laughs> we are up to 17 listens. Yes. Yep. Exciting. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that
0: it's, it misses when you're only playing select is you don't actually have to play with sucky kids. Like, there's value in the, for the good players to learn how to play with sucky kids. Because then you learn, like, how to lose and how to um, not always have to dominate a league and just have fun with your friends. And you make friends with these kids. It's not just the same kids in the same socioeconomic strata as you who can afford to play select league ball. Sorry to use such a term as socioeconomic strata.
1: We are, uh, we, we we used that. We used um, another definitely five cent word earlier. What was that? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that, that that may have been cut out. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, John.
0: We edited that out. <laughs> yeah. So, backstory Bro John called in the middle of this and decided to cut off our recording. And so, I, like, you're cursed, man. Every time you try to record something, right. we can never air all of it.
1: But um, I, I was a little hungry when I when I was coming in. Yeah. And um, I was like, you know, I heard this podcast. This uh, th- this handsome host was talking about the pizza at the Moscuda Community Lanes. And um, I just had to get some. Yeah. And did so, you? Um, unfortunately, <laughs> on Thursday nights, due to COVID and, and staffing and... All that stuff. Unavailable tonight. However, I am very much looking forward to coming back to Muscoota in the near future to have some
0: uh, fun family
1: times at Muscoota Community Community Lanes. Lanes.
0: So here's the deal. They have have open leagues starting up here after uh, Memorial Day. They're closed for the Memorial Day weekend. But they'll be starting new leagues after that. You can always come in for uh, some bowling, which, man, you know me and you love that. I
1: am uh, so ready to get to just dust off the balls, take them out of the bag, and and start tossing. You know that's where we're headed after softball. It's bowling
0: for us because it's not like we're going to golf. No, nope. so, we're done with that. So we can go there. We can start a little uh, a little league. Me, you, Dave, someone else, Cole maybe. I bet Cole's good at bowling. Well, he's good at everything. Uh, and then uh, get some pizza because they do have the best pizza in town. I hear they have, have a really good cold, cold beer there too.
1: Yes, I- I'm excited.
0: So I think I do. You think that's where we're headed after this, Brian? After softball's dead for us, are we? Uh, I, I, I'm I'm ready now. Let's yeah. Let's, let's let's do softball Mondays and bowling Thursdays. Oh, so we're gonna kind of ease into it with uh, a one league night. We and
1: can we can bowl podcast. I like that idea. I like that idea. We're gonna <laughs> thumping th- bowling balls in the background of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, we're going to open another one. What's that? You ready? Oh, that felt good. That felt real good. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring as Bush. No, it just doesn't quite do it. No. I think, uh, you know, what's funny is that we would start this bowling thing and be like, oh, yeah, dude, we can do this. Me, you, and Dave, we're young. We can throw those balls. And then we'd get smoked by a bunch of plumbers. Yeah, well, that happens. That happens. Just smoked by them.
1: So, Brian, are you ready for a question? I am primed. Are you? ...questions tonight. I was excited to learn that, uh, Link uh, has generated the questions tonight. She did, because, uh, well,
0: since Dave wasn't here, I asked Kristen if she wanted to be on the podcast, and she goes, you mean when the other host can't be here, now you're gonna ask me? (laughs) Well, I mean, you'd be a host. It's not even just, like, a guest. You're a host. Like, you'd be a host, because... Is Porch Bears with the links, like, it? it's it's plural, right? But uh, she declined. She said she'd wait for her to be an actual guest on the show. And instead has provided us with the questions instead. So here's number one, Brian. What otherwise delicious food would be ruined if you wrapped it in a tortilla? So it's not what would you like to put in a tortilla. What yeah, would be ruined
1: right. by it? Yeah, what would be ruined? So... You know, tortilla pretty much enhances almost any food. So this is a pretty tough question. Yeah,
0: because you eliminate the fork or the spork altogether. And
1: and and the thing that I'm gonna go with is like something runny or something that that isn't gonna work, like a like an ice cream. Like, oh, God. I'm not gonna like an ice cream in a tortilla. It's no, gonna, you, you, you're gonna you're not gonna like that. Now, however, if you fry the tortilla with the ice cream in it. Now you've got something going, See, like a chimichanga situation. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, a tortilla enhances almost everything. I I I'm just.
0: I think it would it would ruin sweet foods. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think that you can't mix it with spaghetti. I like spaghetti. Big fan of spaghetti. But I think if you mix it into a tortilla, that's just carb overload, right?
1: It is a little bit, but I'll tell you. The tortilla is more a conveyance for me. Yeah, yeah. It it's 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 not full of flavor. Mm-hmm. It it doesn't really affect what it's conveying to your mouth. Right. All that much, and so you know if you've got something like a soup, I don't think a soup tortilla is going to work very well. No, chicken yeah. noodle soup in a tortilla probably That's not going to work. So much. That's more of a logistical I, I'm problem. Just, I'm just I'm just feeling a scalded yeah. sack at that point. But maybe like a, like a chicken enchilada soup. Now, see, now that, that gets it back to the good side. You, you know, right. we're, we're talking about loaded question, loaded burrito. That's another loaded good burrito. tortilla thing. Yeah, A potato burrito? Potato burritos. Potato burrito. That's, uh, that's where's the, the near, Where's the nearest Taco Bell? It's in Carlisle Avenue, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Belleville, yeah. but sorry.
0: There has been talk of building a Taco Bell in Mascuda for, I think, a decade. And I don't know if it's just, like, now it's, uh, uh, like, an urban legend that they were going to build one.
1: Come on, Mascuda. Your population needs to 6,000
0: and we'll build a Taco Bell.
1: Psych, 750!
0: But here's the deal, man. <clears throat> if, excuse me, if if they built a Taco Bell here in town, I'd poop weird, like, three days a week. <laughs> because I can't eat Taco Bell anymore. As opposed to four days a week now, or? Well, you know, like, no, I I like to think I'm pretty regular, but... Anytime I eat Taco Bell, it, it tears me up. It started happening like, I don't know, 34, 35. Couldn't do it anymore. 34, 35 years ago? No, no, no. At age, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when I was seven.
1: <laughs> Dad, I had Taco Bell. Can't make it. Hope your, uh, Silverado, uh, has plastic on the seats. Oh, the Silverado. So I got that back from the shop today. Yeah. And, um. So, in my nonchalance of pulling out of the driveway one day, I, I checked the rear view, backup camera's on, everything's good. Ran over a kid. All of a sudden, I'm stopped. And I'm like, well, I didn't hit the brake, so that's bad. Did Anne get superpowers and was holding yes, it? Yes, she just mind melted it <laughs> just right to the concrete. Hit the basketball pole. Oh, that sucks. In my driveway, right on the corner of the bumper. And, uh... I'm like, ah, yeah, that's not great. And then I was really mad. And the wife goes, I can't even, I can't even tell. So I take it into the shop and the guy goes, oh, that's like $3,500 worth of damage. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. You you didn't hit it hard. He was very close. It was (laughs) $3,400 worth of damage. Weird how he was very close at that. wow. It's like you do this. Every single day of your life. Yeah, or,
0: or saw you walking to me like, oh, God, this guy's like a cash register.
1: So, and that was at the same time that my wife's car was in the shop because she got rear-ended. Oh, good. That one was $13,000 worth of damage. So I go, hey, um, can you just total that out? I don't really think I want that car. He goes, oh, oh, oh no. Oh. N- he wouldn't total? Just it? Just, just like that. <laughs> oh, those, no, because he wanted the thirteen grand. Oh, those hold their value. So... No, it's all the insurance company. So we just, um, we just went through like, yeah, $16,000 worth of automobile repairs in uh, the last month. You could still drive the truck though. Oh, it was a ding, but it pushed it into the quarter panel, crimped the paint. It was a mess. A mess enough that you just, and like, eh. I could have left it. It would have rotted out because the paint was cracked. Oh yeah. Yeah, That sucks. Bummer. So, here we go. Question number two. Number two. Oh, you're going to read it. Guest reading. Andy, what's something that's commonly done that just gets weirder the more that you think about it? Uh, Can I say every
0: Christmas tradition? Yeah. Like, there's nothing I dislike more than Christmas. It is the most overhyped thing on the planet. The more you do it, the more you do it. Yeah. Okay. Look, I like the lights. Yeah. I kinda like the music. But the day's always a disappointment. The only time it the only two times it wasn't was actually on COVID Christmas. Because the whole day I actually just got to spend with the two boys and Kristen. It was great. It's good times. And when we went to Iceland and couldn't do any family stuff.
1: Those were good pictures. That was a good trip. Thanks, a for, thanks for
0: Facebooking that. Well that would be Kristen. Or Frau. Thanks, yeah. Frau
1: yeah no, the, uh... so with 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 uh, you know COVID still in full swing I think one of the weirdest things is that that handshake
0: yeah the actual act because of like I,
1: I'm 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 wiping my butt with this most of the time I'm washing my hands I just Sh- scratch my nose I sure as hell know my kids aren't washing their hands yeah because I catch them every single time I'm like do you, like do you know what you're doing Yep, You're wiping poop on your face every time you don't wash your hands when you go to the bathroom. They don't care. But
0: Now imagine that after a Taco Bell experience. I've,
1: I've seen enough people in the restroom do their thing and just... Whoosh,
0: just bugger off.
1: That I'm like, you know what? The handshake could, could die right now. That'd be fine. And we'd all be better for it. Yeah. Like, let's, like the Japanese, they do a nice little bow yeah but we would look stupid they don't that. touch that works we could figure something out i don't like yeah. the fist bump no i like a fist bump maybe like a forearm shiver like a Conseco Maguire
0: thing <sighs> but the but the fist bump is a more like i know you kind of thing like hey brian pow fist bump okay Okay. but a handshake is more informed like that's what you do with people you don't know like fist bumping someone you don't know i think is weird
1: but that's what people are doing now. yeah you're right because yeah. it's like, my knuckles have fewer germs than in my palm, apparently.
0: Wow. So... Because if you're wiping your butt with the backside of your hand, you're doing it wrong. That would be weird. Yeah. It would not be effective either. Would you have to wrap the toilet paper around your hand like a mummy and, and just dig yeah, on in do, there? Yeah.
1: Do you go between the legs or do you do the around the, around the yeah, world on that Yeah, you, you that still one. go around the world yeah, on that yeah, one. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that got weird. Speaking of things that get weird when you talk about them, <laughs> I think we're going on to
1: question to, number three. Yeah. How to wipe your butt? <clears throat> Excuse me, the old backhander. <laughs> All right,
0: what do you do when you hear a sound at night while you're in bed?
1: I don't, is this this is before? I assume before I fall asleep because most of the sounds occur so randomly. We hear lots of gunshots.
0: In oh, our house. The We're, mean you,
1: streets of... You, yeah, the mean streets of Swansea, Illinois. But I think there's a family that lives kind of on the other side of Sullivan Road, and it's still a, a farmy-type area. What but are they, they shooting? They, they kind of... Like, I think at coyotes are in the air. Like, I don't know. Like Are they Yosemite Sam? Boo-boo-boo-boo! <laughs> <laughs> do you um, <laughs> Wow. Do I, do, no, we hear gunshots a lot, and that always gets... That perks me up. Well, yeah. And I'm like, uh, do I need to duck? Do I need to get my family in the basement? The, the, the craziest thing, though, at my house that's ever happened it has nothing to do with the sound that wakes me up. I work from home, like you do, and, and have for a long time. And it's about 2 in the afternoon. I had some meetings or whatever. And I had a late lunch. And I'm sitting at my kitchen table. And I have a slider. I'm looking out the back door. And all of a sudden... I see this person and they're running across the yard and they literally have a bag in their hand that looks like kind of a, a canvas kind of sack. Did it have a dollar sign on it? It might as well have had a dollar sign on it. Because they literally <laughs> robbed the bank across the street and were running through my backyard. <clears> and <throat> I frantically grab my phone and I dial 911 and I'm like eh. I'm like, pick up the phone, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone just ran through my backyard oh my god and then and then they got into a getaway car that was parked by the neighbor's house wow and they pulled out onto the street and they literally passed the cop and I, and i'm giving a play-by-play to the dispatcher i'm like no 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 they just they they passed the cop tell him to turn around <laughs> turn around and so um Oh, man, so that was wild, but, um, gunshots wake me up at night. Wow. You live in a very
0: quiet Uh, neighborhood, No, it's
1: apparently a high crime rate neighborhood, because there's gunshots and bank robberies. Do you live under an underpass? No, it's just, just right down the road.
0: Damn. Uh, you know, as a guy who doesn't even really lock his doors at night unless he happens to remember it, and I don't remember a lot of things, uh... I think the only time that I really got, really got weirded out was that I heard a crash in the li- in what is our game room now. And I go, what was that? And I walk in there and I go, I I, I kind of flipped on one of the lights. Now I had the link self self defense system, going, which is you a were wooden, naked. Yeah, well, that too, <laughs> a wooden baseball bat that sits by my bed, which. Is more actually used for me to practice my swing in the mirror. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> I'm naked and swinging a baseball bat in the mirror. So, uh, th- that was during my more felt days, not uh, not COVID, Andy.
1: COVID, Andy. COVID,
0: Andy put on a few pounds. Uh, so I walk out here and I kind of flip on the hall light and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I actually flip on the light. I'm giving them a target. That's right. They should can I, see you. should I sneak up You're on the one on? that knows your house? Yeah, that's right. So I end up flipping it on and I walk in there and I go, there's something in here. Something is in here, but I don't know what it is. And then I look at the window because the window had been left open. Like we have these little wind up windows, yeah, right? You know, you know. They swing open and I look up and I see the screen is like half down. And I look, and there's a damn cat. <laughs> a cat broke in. And by the way, our cats were hissing like the Dickens and making a big old stink about something being in the house. This cat broke in, I guess, to make sweet cat loving to my cats. To be broke a cat in cat in your house. In my house. Now, I my initial thought was, how am I going to get this cat out of my house? Didn't have to think about that long. Because that MF-er jumped up on the table that we had in there and without missing a beat, just shot through the open window. Didn't crawl up the screen. He just shot out the window and ran away. And I'm like, that MF-er. So I run into my closet like I'm really going to do something now. And I grab my BB gun and I'm like, I'm going to teach this kind of lesson. So... He gone. At two in the morning. He gone. I sat out on my porch and I just waited for that stupid cat. By the way, it was did a you, black cat. Yeah,
1: did you clean your <laughs> Did you clean your BB gun with your overalls <laughs> on in your rocking chair? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was super effective. I'll I, show you, miss it with my cat. What I like to think is that I was putting on a display for them to really scare them away and really set a tone for the other wild animals in the neighborhood who were going to break into my house now that the screen's down because you know we could have possums in here raccoons snakes shields are down Look out. you know snakes can go up screens yeah so that's what i do i grab the link self-defense defense system bat and walk down the hallway with my boxers
1: i i, I can't imagine I, I i don't know what i would do if someone broke into my house yeah right it, yeah because if if they're there with malintent, like, nothing nothing good is coming of that. No. To anybody.
0: No. Because more than likely they would have a gun and I'm da- now I'm done. Yeah. And like,
1: uh, I can't block it with
0: my baseball hopefully, bat. Cri- yeah. <laughs> hopefully Kristen gets the second bat that's oh. sitting there.
1: Because I right. have
0: two wooden bats. One's a little thinner. I don't really <laughs> like the thin one while I'm practicing because it doesn't have the same heft. Yeah. Just got to... Get the girth. Well, yeah, it it's like, so it, it's my old grandpa's wooden bat from when he played. So like, nineteen twenties thirties bat. Like it is heavy as crap mm-hmm. and solid wooden, and it's so like because it had so many people grip onto it over the years. Like it is smooth. Like mm. it is awesome. Like it's a really cool bat. Hard Except for at the end. Yeah. Like the uh, the hit end of it is kind of like dry rotted. So, you couldn't, Mm. you can never use it ever again because it would just shatter the first time. But it's kind of like my little uh, tribute to my grandpa laying around and also my self defense weapon. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. So,
1: all right. Is this number four? This is number four. So, Andy, what is the weirdest conversation you've ever eased dropped on? Oh, God.
0: I mean, the weird stuff. <laughs> was there more to that one? Eavesdrop. Isn't that the weirdest word? Yeah. Why is it eavesdrop? I actually. And maybe what, what What is an eavesdrop? I'm going to have to Google that. I have to tell you, I always thought the word was eavesdrop you eavesdrop on someone as if you're just sliding I, on I, up to them easily
1: I, I definitely think that's how i pronounced it at first when i read this but it's Z. there's a v and i'm yeah, not going to question Kristen's no, it's I mean, spelling absolutely huh. i
0: are there people descending from the eaves of houses to like spy on you ninjas just roaming this well if you got yosemite sam living near you
1: why not mm. the teenage mutant Pe-doo. turtles so is that e is that like uh a different word for ear in a different language. Maybe, I don't know. Huh? Well, the we'll have to look up the etymology of that. There's definitely no
0: way to look that up right now. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to find a computer who has access to Google to actually look up that all right well, you
1: think no, about I don't really well, need to look that up. That up.
0: <laughs> we don't have to look that up. I mean <laughs> Uh, I mean, dude, if you really just sit and listen, to anybody
1: talk? Yes. It's the weirdest conversation ever.
0: Yeah, I mean... 100%. Just in, a, in the, t- the line at Target. Uh, have you ever listened to our kids talk? Like, when you walk in on our kids talking to their friends, it is some of the most hilariously stupid stuff. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now, those are also the same conversations I had with my friends when I was that little. Cause, Absolutely. you know what? As a collective unit and as an organization boys are dumb from the moment we're born until we die we're dumb and we say dumb things as evidence anybody who's listened to us on this podcast
1: that's very true y'all are different class of people (laughs) uh morons is that a class is morons a class of people now they have they have good taste this is this is quality programming wow yeah
0: no, I I just... I can't really pinpoint one. I mean, the other day I had a conversation with a preschool teacher about uh, the difference between Young MC and MC Hammer. Impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Because the difference is Hammer likes Hammer Pants and Young MC saying, bust a move.
1: Okay. That's the difference. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling here. I... I, um... I hear my kids talk stupid stuff all the time, but i about Eve Eve's dropping.
0: I'm uh I mean the dumb stuff that's set in dugouts.
1: Well, so I was gonna go with a softball thing. But yeah. like, we kind of played that one out a little bit. Yeah. So I was I was going for like a college fraternity but thing. But even not like, our outward... like drunk talk. I think drunk talk Yes. It's it's not eavesdropping, but if you eavesdrop onto somebody's drunk conversation, yeah, I think that's a gold mine because that's when you get a little philosophical, yeah, that's when maybe your political leanings come out a little bit, yeah, that's when your guard is down, and your filters are off, and you're like, you <laughs> know, and, and you, you just kind of lay like you are getting coyotes, yeah, and so. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go fraternity house drunk Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I think one time we tried to figure out the logistics of how to throw an alligator through a drive-through window. Exactly. Because we read that it was like in the news, like Florida man throws alligator through Wendy Wendy's window, right? And we tried to work out the logistics of that because first of all, you'd have to have an alligator. I mean, that's first off. You have to. Well, if you're in Florida, they're kind of like sure, yeah, but. Where was this alligator prior to this? Was he sitting on your front seat? Did you just have an alligator on your front seat? Just you, had him. Just had him there. You have to go to Wendy's with intent.
1: <laughs> intent to throw an alligator. To throw an
0: alligator. Because...
1: I you said don't... spicy chicken. Then...
0: Then you have to grab said alligator, which I'm assuming is going to have to be buckled into the seat from... It to keep it from gnawing on your on your tender parts.
1: So then you... Does he have an alligator uh, muzzle? So he doesn't muzzle do on Do they your, make those? I don't know. So... Then
0: he's in your, your seat here. He's just hanging out, having a smoke, right? Now, if you have an alligator in your vehicle, it must have some kind of value to you. Like, either you're going to sell that alligator, or he's a friend. Now... When you got so mad at the Wendy's drive thru person that you're like, I am gonna toss my friend (laughs) through this window. This would this would be like me going, you know what? F you Wendy's, and I just take you and shove you through the drive thru. As if that's like a threat. Like, no well, great, now Brian's gotta pick up shift. Gotta pick up shift. What was he trying to prove? By throwing an alligator in there. So then logistics kicked in. Wendy's
1: at 2 in the morning. You have an alligator in your seat. I I don't think you're thinking. I think you're just in Florida.
0: So was he at a really good party? Like, where they had a party like, hey, guys, let's go get some Wendy's. Oh, yeah, Ralph the Alligator. He really needs some. He wants a Jamocha shake. Jamocha.
1: And some fries dipping in because that's the only way to eat that. Yeah, maybe a McFlurry. I'm not sure. But... I, I got nothing. Like, how do you get the alligator to just chill on your front seat? But, but maybe he's your friend. so he's Yeah, just, he's a he's just pet alligator. Out. Don't know.
0: But who just throws their pet and then drives off like he drove off?
1: He was having a hallucinogenic episode.
0: Now, what is the Wendy's employee response to that? Like, do you do you freak out or you just go, oh, my God. I think they're like, there's now an alligator here. That's the third time this week. <laughs> Also, if that alligator... Alligator protocol
1: (laughs) engaged.
0: Right? It's just a cage drop down on the (laughs) drive-thru. Yeah. Now, if this alligator is... Pump up the deep fryer. (laughs) Alligator bits. If this alligator is tame enough to hang out in his front seat and be grabbed and hefted into a window, that means that when he gets in there, he's probably not going to attack people, right? No, he's just chilling. But he also just wants his... He's like, Hey, there's fries on the floor. Cool. Mm-hmm. Goes and gets them. And he goes, hey, hey, can you throw me my beer too through
1: the window? I say, hey, buddy!
0: Oh, come on. Come Florida
1: on, Florida man, be better. What is, what is Florida man's name? Florida Man. There's a lot of great Florida man stories. I imagine Ricky is a popular one. Ricky? A dean. Hmm. Earl. Earl, that's like uh, middle of Florida, for sure. Yeah. A lot of those there. Carl? Sure. Did you know... So, here's my middle of Florida story. I've been waiting for this. I'm I'm driving across Florida. And I come up to Fort Meade. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a little bump in the road town, kind of off the highway. And I'm driving through there. And I stop, and it says, Fort Meade, home of Andrew McCutcheon. Wow. And I'm like, oh, it is the home of Andrew McCutcheon, the Pittsburgh Pirates' lone star from the early to (laughs) mid-2000s. And so I stopped, and I looked at the sign, and I I looked around, and I'm like, good for you, bud. Town of 800? Humble roots. So... Andrew McCutcheon, my favorite current baseball player. I think he's going to be a favorite for a while. Good guy. Community, solid guy. Solid guy. Community involved. Talented. Good Twitter account. Comes from Fort Meade. And Fort you've been Meade. there. You Fort should, Meade, Florida. You should slide into his DMs I, I, and be I, like, hey, I went to your hometown, But I may have taken a picture. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not post it to my Insta because I did not have an Insta.
0: Well, I mean, that's one thing to have, you know, like a slightly below Hall of Fame kind of guy. But, did you know that Moscuda, the great Tito Landrum, went to our high school? Tito. Tito La- Oh, look!
1: Random Cardinal Random reference. Cardinal reference. My life is
0: complete. Yep. Tito Landrum went to... He's on the Wall of Fame.
1: Southern Illinois? Solid, solid. We've got Whitey Herzog. Rich Hacker. He Kurt played Rita. a game or two. Um, Isringhausen. He's from here? Okay. Isringhausen's from Brighton. So, um... Brad Thompson was out at uh, O'Fallon the other day. Is he from here? Or just Not from here, but lives here, here, here now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. he lives in Fairview. Yeah, his kid, I guess, is our kid's age-ish. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He's Probably pretty field. good at baseball.
0: Probably won't run into him on any of our kid's teams. I don't know. It
1: was a Rec League.
0: Huh. You know, he's a pretty entertaining guy on the old uh, ESPN, our 101 ESPN. Ah. Oh, oh,
1: radio. Yeah, radio. Yeah. He, uh... I, th- I listen to podcasts like Poor Spears with the Links. Oh, do you? Thanks do. for plugging us. Yeah. So if you're listening, listen again. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right, so we got our final question there, Brian. Oh, this one's short. Ooh. Red. Okay, what's the oldest
1: thing you own? Oldest thing I own... Uh, I have a pair of Hanes. Um, just can't quite give them up. No, not really. Oh, my wow. look of horror. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Huh, I have some, I have some stuff for my grandpa. Yeah. That, um, he, he got, I like a buck knife. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got the leather pouch and, you know, the, like antler handle and everything Ooh, which is kind of cool that he gave me. It's like a so, Bowie knife. Uh it's a little smaller, it's maybe like a 6-inch knife. Yeah. But it was it's 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 kind of cool and I uh, keep that sharp and you know take it take it to the float trip and anytime I'm out or whatever. So that's kind of fun. But um nothing uh nothing like a super old car or anything fun like that. No. But, yeah, just a kind of a classic knife. Yeah. Uh my grandpa's bat, like I yeah, mentioned. Yeah. Uh, I have a
0: ceramic chicken in my window. That was from, uh, my grandma. It was the, one of the few things I grabbed from her house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it used to sit in her kitchen window, held sponges.
1: Was this the ghost house? Yeah, is it, it is the ghost house. house. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that's the incredibly haunted grandparents' house. Which, uh, whew, that place haunted like the Dickens. I'll have to save that for another time, because that is... That's a whole other episode. That could be an entire episode, and I definitely need Dave here for that one, because yeah. it is creepy. And my cousins back me up on this. This isn't like... It needs
1: It needs to be a reunion show.
0: Oh, yeah. When uh, when my cousin Emily and Cole's in town. On site. It, we don't own it anymore. It got sold ah, at auction. Ah, okay. Bummer. Yeah. But now, I have had stories filtered down to me from people who bought the house of the same kind of silly shit that happened with me and Dave in that house. Yeah, so it's just weird. it's not just us. That house is haunted. Because you know what? On paper, I don't believe in ghosts. But, you know what? <laughs> I believe in ghosts. <laughs> like
1: Until you feel that odd tickle in the middle of the night. Yep. And you look around and it's just a flash of light. Mm-hmm. It's a ghost.
0: It is. It is. Uh, other than that, oldest thing I own, like, you know, I have some... <laughs> I guess old baseball cards from the forties. Like I have a Stan Usual card. I'd hang on to that. That might be your retirement. Uh I mean that's like probably sixteen bucks or oh. fifty bucks. Yeah, you know, not retirement kind of level stuff. Yeah. It'll it'll end up going to Stan. And I have a Hank Aaron one too that will end up going to Henry. So Um but yeah, that's the oldest stuff I own. Yeah, I don't have like antique cars or
1: anything. Yeah, I'm not a real collector of crap i try to get rid of most of it
0: i am kind of a collector of crap like i still have my baseball cards even though i'm trying to give them away although apparently you know those are like a big deal now right
1: yeah they're making a comeback
0: yeah they are making a comeback uh and of course my lego collection but i mean, you know
1: sounds like your kids are going to retire pretty pretty early yeah
0: because the legos, I mean, legos they really could sell for tops yeah, tops. Don Ross, Fleer, dude, like I during oh, the Lola, upper deck upper during deck. the Lola Ken baseball card. Oh yeah, deck. yeah,
1: that that you can retire on that.
0: Yeah, during uh, the Lola baseball card collected in like uh, like two thousand five, six, and seven when everything was really cheap. Like me and Dave would still go to like baseball card shows, and get, and we would just find these old rookie cards of guys that we loved mm-hmm. from when we were growing up, and they were like legitimate Hall of Famers that you get for like. A buck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, so there's a George Brett rookie card. Okay. Robin Yount. Okay. It's a dollar. Okay. That's fine. I'll take it. I got a Cal Ripken. I have every Ryan Sandberg rookie card. Tony Gwynn. And now, granted, they're not graded or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, I picked up all these random Hall of Famer rookie cards that I think now, 15 years later, might mm-hmm. actually be worth something mm-hmm. again.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's wrap up with what's your what do you feel is your most valuable monetarily baseball card that you own right now uh so probably my my stand
0: usual card that's probably it mm-hmm. um baseball memorabilia is an albert Pujols autograph ball like it was a game used autograph pool ball that's Probably pretty valuable. And I still have some Hall of Famers like Raleigh Fingers and Orlando Cepeda that have signed balls. One of the weirdest things I own on of of memorabilia, now I'm going down a rabbit hole. But uh, the ladies who are in the All-American Girl Baseball League. Like, I have a signed ball with like three of them on there. It's pretty random, but I got all three of them to sign it.
1: I learned that there's an All-American Girl Baseball League today. Yeah, I mean... A league of their own man yeah i thought that was movie fiction no it was real dude that no, was based on a true story okay yes wow I've, seriously? I've been, i'm seriously hated today during world war ii right yeah okay good yeah it's yeah, yeah. for real man yeah. okay
0: like in the I movie thought some thought was of, a good movie no like some of the characters there's, there's are, no
1: crying in. No there's crying no, crying in baseball. Baseball.
0: no crying in baseball no uh, uh i can't believe you didn't know that that was yeah well a real now i thing.
1: do now i do wow so, uh, so yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I was going to step on you wrapping up Please my show. Wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Well, we'd like to thank everybody for uh, listening again to Porch Beers with the Links. Um, sans, one link. So it's really Porch Beer with the Link and Dulski. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you all for listening. And I'd like to thank Brian Dulski for being our, uh, our guest today. Guest host, actually. The first non-link host yeah
1: thank you i just actually came over for beers and then got uh pinch hit duty so this is great
0: yeah yeah right like uh you know anyone i could have pulled anyone off the street on this one
1: just happened to be a scooter tonight
0: right (laughs) all right well thanks for listening bye